All right, Fritz Bergman, bloodandfaith.com. Good Saturday morning, 21st of October, 2023. I'm going to read you some stuff, stuff out of the book of John, the gospel according to St. John. Uh, it's an old theme. It's not a new theme. It's things you've heard me talk about before. But somehow, people don't get it. And uh, we need to distinguish between truth and a lie, deception and what is real. And there's no other place to go than the Holy Scriptures. That's it. Your Holy Scriptures are your map and compass. They are the map and compass of life. They're the map and compass of truth. They're the map and compass of, of, of what is real and what is false. And we go through our entire lives, and we're brainwashed by these government schools controlled by Antichrist people, and we're told certain things, and, and we believe that. And then we, we go and we read the Holy Scriptures and say, oh, well, the Bible can't be true because I was told this at a government school. I was told this by my Antichrist teachers. I was told this by the atheists. I was told this by these people who reject Jesus Christ. I was told this by the people who reject the Word of God. And they have it backwards. They judge the Holy Scriptures based on what they've been told in the government schools, from kindergarten through junior high through high school, through undergraduate degree, through a Ph.D. I earned a Ph.D. I know what I'm talking about. I got the Ph.D. from all the Antichrist teachers. Got a couple nominal Christians in there. One, he was a, a, a history professor, a couple of history professors. But it's tough in that environment. You've got to be very careful about what you say, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. John chapter 6. Jesus answered. Who's he answering? Well, he's talking to the people who are called the Jews. Jesus answered, and he said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. You want to do the works of God? Believe in him whom he sent. The work of God is to believe in Jesus Christ. That's the work of God. That is the work of God. And I don't mean Jesus Christ is, oh, yeah, uh, you know, there's this dude that lived a long time ago. His name was Jesus. He's pretty cool, and he, he helped people. He kissed the babies. He loved there. He was accepting and forgiving and tolerant and diverse. <laughs> no, you want to believe in Jesus Christ, you believe in what he said. And we're going to talk about what he said today. Page 1,268 in my Bible. It's a New American Standard Bible. The title of this section of the scriptures is called Words to the Jews. Words to the Jews. So who's Jesus Christ talking to? He's talking to the Jews. Chapter 6, verse 41. Therefore the Jews were grumbling about him. Okay, what does it tell you right there? Did the Jews like Jesus? Did the Jews not like Jesus? Were the Jews uh, simply unconcerned about Jesus? Well, here's what the Holy Scripture says. This is the eternal Word of God. It's forever and ever. It says... The Jews were grumbling about him because he said, Jesus says, I'm the bread that came down out of heaven. The Jews did not like Jesus Christ. They're saying, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he say he can come out of heaven? And Jesus goes on, he's just fine. I'm not going to read you everything. Verse 46, not that anyone has seen the father, except the one who is from the father, he has seen the father. Hello, nobody has seen the Father. Jesus Christ said nobody has seen the Father. Verse 46, chapter 6. Not that anyone has seen the Father, 
Only the one who has come from the Father, except the one who is from the Father. He has seen the Father. Jesus Christ said, I'm from the Father, and we're going to get more into depth in this. And he says, I've seen the Father. And he says, nobody else has seen the Father. Nobody else has seen the Father. This is really a fundamental, and Jesus Christ repeats this. We'll see this again today. Nobody's seen the Father. Well, who did Abraham talk to? Who did Adam talk to? Who did Ezekiel see? Hello? Hello? Who did Jacob wrestle with? No man has seen the Father. Who did they talk to? They were talking to Jesus Christ. Patriarchs worshipped Jesus Christ. They didn't know they did not know his name as Jesus Christ at that point, but they saw Jesus Christ and they worshipped Jesus Christ. The patriarchs were Christians before there was the name of Christian. The patriarchs served and worshipped Jesus Christ. Adam and Eve saw Jesus Christ. When the Lord walked in the garden and confronted them, it was the Lord Jesus Christ. No man has seen the Father. Well, who were they talking to? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things came into being through Him. Everything that's come into being that's come into being, which excludes God Himself, is coming into being through Jesus Christ. Verse 47, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. You have to believe that Jesus Christ is the incarnation of God, that he's the incarnation of God. You've got to believe what he said. You've got to believe what he said. Moving on, verse 59. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Jesus Christ spent most of his time in Galilee, not in Judea, not in, the, not in Jewry, not in the lands of the Jews. He didn't like it down there. He was born there. He was born in Bethlehem. He immediately moved to Egypt. Parents come back and said, oh, these Jews, they're still trying to keep, uh, kill Jesus. So they moved back up to Galilee. So right here, he's teaching in Capernaum, up in Galilee, up in the north. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, says, this is difficult. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, conscious of his disciples, says, does this cause you to stumble? What then if you see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? But there were some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who would not believe and who would betray him. Jesus Christ did not limit himself to saying things that were going to be convenient and easy for people. He specifically went out of the way to say things that were going to challenge people in their faith in him, things that were completely unreasonable. And I got a feeling that one of those things right now, right today, is, is, is who is the enemy? Who is the earthly enemy? The Bible has a name for them. It's called Jew. Oh, but they're God's chosen people. <clears throat> You're wrong. And that's why we're going through the Scriptures. For this reason, I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it's been granted to the Father. Verse 66. This is John 6, verse 66. As a result of this, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him anymore. As a result, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking from him anymore. He said things 
that caused his disciples to withdraw and not walk with him anymore. We've got we've built up this idea in Christendom that, that somehow Jesus Christ is this this nice guy. And all he did, he was loving and accepting and tolerant and forgiving and, and just come to him and lay your burdens upon him and we'll we'll just take care of you. He said things that were offensive, even to his own disciples. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve Jesus Christ? Verse 70, Jesus said, Did I myself not choose you, the twelve? Jesus Christ also chose Jesus Iscariot. And yet one of them was a devil. Verse 70, one of you is a devil. Judas Iscariot was called and chosen by Jesus Christ and commissioned by Jesus Christ to preach the gospel. Judas Iscariot healed the sick, he cast out demons, and he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, yet he was a devil. Don't say it can't happen again. Do not say it can't happen again. How do you know if they're a devil? Do they side with the Jews? That's what Judas Iscariot did. Oh, yeah, he was pinching money out of the pot, too. He was pinching money out of the pot. At the end of the day, he went and he sided with the Jews. He sided with the Jews, and he becomes a traitor. Chapter 7, after these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee, for he was unwilling to walk in Judea. Where's Judea? It's where all the Jews lived. So he stayed in Galilee. He didn't want to go to Judea. Verse 1, chapter 7, because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now, I just happen to work for an organization, and their public stated policy is that classical anti-Semitism is when you say that the Jews killed Jesus Christ. I, I challenge you on this. I challenge you on this. If you think that term anti-Semitism has any gravitas, any legitimacy, you need to go and compare it to what the Holy Scriptures had to say. And if the Holy Scriptures say that the Jews killed Jesus Christ, and if the Jews were seeking to kill Jesus Christ, then you either need to toss out the legitimacy of that term called anti-Semitism, or you can embrace anti-Semitism and say, I'm anti-Semitic, because so is Jesus Christ. So is the Word of God. Either that or toss out the Word and say, the Word has no meaning. That's what I do. Same as racist and sexist and homophobic. They're garbage words that the, that the enemy that Satan has put on you to bind your mind. John chapter 7, verse 1. The Jews were seeking to kill him. The Jews were seeking to kill Jesus Christ. Very consistent message in the Gospel of John, the Gospel of Matthew, the book of Acts. Did a podcast the other day. The first five sermons after Pentecost, were the, the, the theme of the message was that the preachers, the Christians, go up to the Jews and said, y'all killed Jesus Christ. That was the theme of the first five sermons after Pentecost. It's gone now. It's gone in in, 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 in the church. Gone. Because everybody bows down. They worship for these terms. You can't be racist. You can't be homophobic. You can't be anti-Semitic. And I'm telling you, these are Satan's terms. They're Satan's Ten Commandments. Verse 19, chapter 7. Jesus Christ, again, he's talking to the Jews. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you carries out the law? Why do you seek to kill me, Jesus Christ says to the Jews. Why do you seek to kill me? 
it's covered over. And it talks more about the Jews killing Jesus Christ in the Holy Scriptures than being born again. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, the prophets talked about being born again. Jeremiah talked about it. Ezekiel talks about it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a new covenant. I'm going to give, I'll take out your heart of stone. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh where the commandments are written on the, on your heart. The Bible, the, 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 Jeremiah and Ezekiel both talked about being born again. They didn't call it being born again, but they described